Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, Charlie Long, making sure everything goes right. We'll have Steve Geller with us at 540 for a triple option. We'll tell everybody at 520, John Hendricks, who's the lead writer for uh, Sports Illustrated on the Saints and host of uh, Boot Group Media, will be on with us to talk Saints NFL playoffs. Bob, uh, I, I think so much concentration on this team on exactly what has went wrong and can it be fixed at well, this stage? and Mike, uh, it depends. What do you mean fix? Fix to be a winning team to go to the postseason? Fix to win a championship? Because, uh, Mike, over half the leagues, they're all about the same. You take out like uh, the. Well, you got to get to the playoffs so, first. Okay, the Ravens, but okay. So the question I have, I'm gonna read this text, and it's true. And um, this is true. A fan, who that nation fan base? How do y'all feel? And and what is your mindset? Because once you win a Super Bowl, <laughs> it's not just being competitive. This is from um, forty-five thirty-eight. Let's don't fool ourselves. Yeah, uh, they probably beat Philly like Tampa Bay did that first week. Then their season would come to an end as the furthest they would go. Okay, and that would be the final four. Let's say in theory next year, so let's just say the next, I don't want to say handful, so let's just say because that's almost eternity. So let's just say the next three seasons, 24, 25, 26. So what if the Saints, they made the, the, the postseason, let's say three seasons in a row, and you know you win your division, you host a, a home game, but you're not going to go further than that. Uh, would you accept that as a fan? Because it's a winning product. Look at look at Tampa Bay. What they've done now, Mike, and, and, and they keep in Todd Bowles. Now think about that. This is like what happened with Tom Brady, and now Baker Mayfield. Uh, I think he's going to earn a payday uh, with them because he's in that Final Four. A nice but, one. But but it doesn't mean you're going to win it. Okay, you're a winner, but it doesn't mean you're going to be a champion. You understand the point I'm making? So who that nation? Uh, give me a call. Would you? Accept that, because you would be looking the NFC. Uh, there's only four teams left: uh, Bucks at the Lions, and the Bucks and, are and, one of them, and, and and the Packers are 49ers, and and the and the Cowgirls aren't. Uh, the, the Lions are one of them. So would you accept that? For instance, uh, like the Saints would do exactly what the Bucks did this year. Mike, they won the NFC South and went down to the wire, but they still won it. Then they won their home playoff game. And then let's say the, the Lions, um, they don't take care of business. So they're not really, because we don't really view, do we view the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now as a champion or a Super Bowl champion this season? No. No. But they still, Mike, they had a winning season. 
and they won a playoff game. So let's say that would occur the next three seasons. Would that be acceptable, uh, like for Dennis Allen, whoever's coaching, whoever's in that scenario? Is that enough uh, fan base to accept that? Well, let's say whether you're a Buccaneers fan in Tampa or you're in New Orleans, if the Saints would do that. Because there's Mike, if you look at 32 teams, it's definitely on one hand that you truly view uh, like the 49ers or, or the Ravens. Now, you might say the Chiefs uh, because of what they accomplished. But even the Packers finished strong on the back end of the season. But they were the Cowgirls were in that category when you look. Okay, Philly was at one time when they were 10-1. and 1. So there's really more teams are alike. Mike, remember when it was almost like uh, like 18 to 20 teams where they were either like 7-8 and eight or 8-7? Eight and seven. You 8-9, and 9-8. and nine, yeah, nine and eight. Oh, You're yeah. all in that all sort of bunched up. And I think that's, that's where the Saints are at. That's where the NFL is. And you got yeah. a lot of middle of the roads, or you might want to say mediocre teams. So, but, so, but that's so, the so way my, the NFL is. So if, 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 as a Saints fan, uh, it's entertaining football because look at Tampa. Because if you make the final four, like Tampa Bay is right now in the NFC, three straight seasons, uh, I don't think definitely no changes are being made. Bob, I hear it a lot, maybe just because of what I've did for so long in the draft part. But I think for, for the Saints to get better, you're going to have to get younger and hit on those draft selections. 2017 was an anomaly that you got all that in one draft class. But you can't do that just one time every 10 years. You, you nah, gotta, you know, if you could do that once every uh, four to five years. Yeah, more. but but piece something together because then I think a fan base could see young talent developing. That's true. Uh, you look at the receiving core, okay? You have Chris Olave, Rashid Shaheed. Uh, didn't A.T. Perry uh, play really yeah, well yeah, down Holly the stretch? Finish. Now, Juwan Johnson – we thought would play like he did late in the year, earlier, but he had some injuries. Well, wait, Mike, the young receivers were working out, but then why they fired the wide receiver coach? Maybe they felt as though they could get more production uh, from him. Maybe they thought even though as good as they did, they should have been better. And so, but you got three young receivers and actually four with Juwan there to develop that particular part. But name me another area that you can say, oh, we got all that sort of young talent. So, so It's not uh, offensive line. So as we go into the break, uh, call during the break and we'll, we'll put you on. I want to know how you feel as a true Who That Nation member, if that would be acceptable. Let's say, uh, I'm not even going to say a handful of years, let's say the next two or three years, if the Saints would consistently be in the position that Tampa Bay's in right now. Now, I don't mean they're going to win anything as far as being a Super Bowl champion, but the, 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 the in the Final Four, would you accept that? We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. And John Hendricks, Saints lead writer for Sports Illustrated, right after this break here on the Big 870. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppression 
antidepressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, and on our Oakland Hard Jewelers talking text line, lead writer for Sports Illustrated, Saints Volume, John Hendricks, who also is the host for Boot Crew Media. John, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it as always. Hope you're having a great day. We try and we try. And, uh, John, uh, this, these are my thoughts. I, I want to get yours on this, that when you look at areas to upgrade in the offseason, it's got to be offensive line, defensive line, but I'm never going to pass up a quarterback that I think could carry my franchise. So I think that always has to come into play. And it doesn't matter if I have the offensive line now or later, man, uh, we didn't know about the offensive line for Kansas City when they picked Mahomes. Nobody knew about the offensive line when they picked Josh Allen. Uh, nobody knew about the offensive line with the Ravens when they picked Lamar Jackson. And offensive line for the Texans when they picked C.J. Stroud. I think quarterback oversights everything as far as personnel is concerned. But other than the quarterback position, and that's a big other than – Offensive and defensive lines, to me, those are the areas this team has to get better at. you got to win in the trenches. Yeah, no, I agree. And the Saints' philosophy is to build within the trenches. And so I think that's where they have to start here. And look, you look at their rushing attack. I think that's part of where you would start. They were 31st in yards per carry. They were 21st overall in their rushing attack. It just wasn't good, right? And so I know – Doug Barone did a nice job. They did some things with the veterans. You know, this stuff with Trevor Penning has to deal with. It has to be worked out. But, you know, uh, and you're worried about Ryan Ramchuk's future, although Mickey Loomis was pretty optimistic when he was asked today about him. Um, but, you know, I, I think that you got to look at a free agent or two when it comes to either that left side on the offensive tackle or, or guard position, something that's going to get – a little bit more stability there. And, and look, because this isn't a draft where you go in and say, I'm going to take the 
the D2 school who's got all the raw upside talent. I mean, you need guys Pass that can play on now. <laughs> you need guys that are going to be able to play now. And, and that's really the biggest challenge for them is they got to hold off a little bit of resistance and get the things that this team needs. But, you know, I, I think that they've got to build within run the trenches. And, and look, interior wasn't pretty bad. It wasn't that bad. You know, I think Brazil was – an outstanding pick, but you know they've got to look at that, and that's how they're going to start building this draft. Now, John, I was asking the, the fans, uh, you know, who that nation uh, w- would this be acceptable? Because everybody wants to be Super Bowl champs, and you know, uh, we always say this every year: at least six to eight coaches get fired. Who knows when all said and done, it might even be more than eight this year. But everybody wants to win. Everybody can't win, and you look. Uh, you know, you toss out like the Ravens of 49ers and, you know, we were breaking down the season and it's basically almost over and everyone, they either either like 7-8 and eight or 8-7 eight and seven to close out the season. Now, the question I have for you, and um, and not, not a lot of fans, you know, they're not realistic sometimes. Uh, they think, oh, no, it's championship or bust, but where are we at right now? And I was saying, let's say the next three years, John, that they would be in the situation uh, like the Buccaneers. Okay, look at Tampa Bay. They were 9-8, and eight, but they won the NFC South. They hosted a home game, and they won. Now they're in the Final Four in the NFC. <laughs> now, I think out of the eight teams remaining, AFC and NFC, I think the Buccaneers are the least likely to be Super Bowl champs. I would be surprised if they went at Detroit. But let's say that you would get to this position where Tampa Bay's at, and then you're in that Final Four, and you would lose like three straight years. Uh, I think then you won't see any changes for sure. Now, other teams, look what happened with Philly. When Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl, and what, two years later he got Look what fired. happened to Andy before him. Yeah, so, I mean, it depends how your organization is. But I think within the Saints, that Mickey Loomis and the Saints, now maybe they think uh, that the Huda Nation wouldn't be that – but once you win a Super Bowl, it wouldn't be that demanding. But, but, but I think that if that would occur – uh, it's going to be status quo, even though uh, Tampa Bay not win anything. But look where they're at right now. They're still playing, and they're going at Detroit, but they won that uh, home playoff game and won the NFC South. Yeah, look, all you need to do is get into the dance. It really doesn't matter how you get into it. And look, I think the most thing, that, the best thing to appreciate about what we saw all over Wild Card Weekend are teams like the Texans beating an upstart Browns team, or you know, seeing the Bucks upset the 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 the, uh, the Eagles or Eagles, the Cowboys yeah. losing too. I mean, this is this is why you just need to get in, right? It doesn't matter because your record is meaningless once you get into the postseason. Now, of course, if you get the first round by, that matters a lot. But look, this is a team that has gone without a playoff drought for three years now, and there's nothing to feel good about finishing 9-8 and eight when you don't get in the postseason. There's just no moral victory, and Mickey Loomis said that today to us, that you know you, it's playoffs or bust, and all you need is to get a chance in there. You could host a, a, at least one game, and, and who knows what's going to happen, but just to get back in the playoffs would be really big for the Saints team. They've got to get find a way to get there. I know that some of these veterans are, are just chomping at the bit to get there, um, but you think of guys like DeMario and Cam and, and some of the other veterans that have been around this team, they just want to get in. And, and there's a lot of work to do, but you want to be playing your best football in December and beyond. And I thought the Saints, if they could get in, that they would have been a really scary postseason team for sure. Now, uh, yeah, especially how they closed out the season. Uh, now, John, uh, I guess from the, the text line and just uh, fans interacting on Mickey's press conference today, uh, I think the one that they've – uh, it was probably eight or nine out of the ten. Uh, the most negative was uh, Mickey's comparison 
uh, with Dennis Allen to, to Hall of Fame coaches and trying to compare their starts, like the first uh, three seasons. And, you know, like Chuck No, or Tom Landry, whatever. But you have to look at the circumstance. But he didn't bring up, because uh, the Saints aren't his first head coaching job, uh, he didn't bring up the Raiders. And if you look at the Raiders, he's 24 and 46 total with the Raiders and the Saints and 16 and 18 as a Saint. Okay, but I, I can't, I don't think you can, disre- you can't disregard the Raiders, even though they were dysfunctional in that situation with Dennis Allen. Yeah, look, and, and of course, that's what ended up happening, and that just shows you what Mickey Loomis thinks about his tenure and, 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 uh, in Oakland back in the day is that he just really doesn't matter to him. And so, I, look, I understand it because, again, you've had some things, but some of the things you talked about with the, the salary cap and then the quarterback situation and other things that are going on, I mean, the same things are happening with the Saints. I know that they're a lot more stable organization, a way more stable organization. But, again, you're looking at some of the same things and similarities. I know that they think the world of Dennis Allen as a, as a head coach. And I remember I was reading Malcolm Jenkins' autobiography. He called Dennis Allen one of the most brilliant defensive minds in football that he's ever seen. And so nobody's denying the the way they're able to do things defensively and his ability. I, I think the biggest thing is – you got to be able to produce, and, and some of those things where Sean Payton was a little bit better at in situational football, you got to be able to, to show yourself that. And, and, you know, again, to compare those head coaches, you know, another one I might have thrown in there was Jimmy Johnson. He didn't have a good start with the, the Cowboys, and he was able to turn that thing around. No, they were 1 and 15, John. Uh, John, do you know we played him in 1989? Yeah. We, we beat him 28 to 0. It seems like we didn't even punt, I think, every time, and that was Troy Aikman's first game. Jimmy Johnson. And, and Troy didn't win the one uh, game. Uh, okay. The, it was Steve. Steve Walsh. They beat the Redskins. I remember. Uh, uh, no, Troy Aikman. Okay, the Hall of Famer Troy Aikman. Uh, he, he was, Mike, he was 0-15. Uh, and 15. Uh, he, he didn't even win a game. And, and so, and that was Jimmy Johnson's first year and also When you look at that, but, you know, there's, there's no one's patient. And especially right now, uh Sometimes I think fans aren't realistic when they say, oh, well, we deserve a championship, especially uh, whenever you – now, I know it's a long time ago we won a Super Bowl, but now uh, if it, it, it's, it's, that's not realistic to me, Super Bowl or bust. When fans start saying that right now, I'm like, come on, first things first, can we be where Tampa Bay's been as of late? Uh, you know, look, look, okay, I'm talking about like not when Brady took him to the Super Bowl, but after that – Look at them winning because, you know, we won the, what, the NFC South four straight years. And now what has Tampa won? Like three straight NFC three South? Three So, yep. and then, and now it doesn't mean they're going to win anything. That's why I just think that's more realistic where we're at right now than saying we're on the level to compete to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl like, like the 49ers. I mean, not even close to that, I don't think. No, I, I don't think that either. I mean, just get into playoffs first and show you can consistently get in. Then you can make some of the tweaks and try to. But that's the thing is. And look, I don't want to say spoiled the word, but look, when Drew was here and Sean was here, it it almost felt like it was an automatic punch in the ticket to the postseason. And, you know, I think recent, you know, getting robbed in in the championship game against the Rams or having some of those fluke things happen, the playoffs after you, I thought some of these teams could have went into the Super Bowl. You know, they could have put together a run. And and so I I don't look at this as a Super Bowl-type team. And and it's just not possible. It's not realistic right now. And so – I, I'm with you. I think there's something that you just got to let go. And this is always a what have you done for me lately league. And, yeah. and you know, 2009 was great. Is all those types of things. But 
just temper the expectations. This is a team really trying to figure some things out. You know, Mickey Loomis, Dennis Allen has always talked about uh, that this is the first year with Derek Carr. They've been adamant about defending Derek Carr, talking about the injuries and stuff. So they definitely think Derek Carr is their guy to at least get him into the postseason. They've got some good building blocks. There's some things that they stay shored up. I think they have a chance to really make a good stance to get into the postseason. But, look, let me tell you, next year, looking at some of these opponents on there, the Chiefs, the Broncos, the Cowboys, the Eagles. Quarterbacks are um, different. The, the, the quarterbacks are different. And coaching. And yep. coaching. Quarterback and coaching is going to make all the difference in the world for them. John, uh, one of the things uh, I'll ask you, because I think we've seen the last game more Sean Lattimore uh, in a Saints uniform. Uh, I think he's the best cornerback to ever strap on, jock strap in a helmet with, in the Saints history. But I think we've come to that point. Uh, do you feel that way too? And if you do, would that mean Alante Taylor gets moved back outside? I think he feels more comfortable in that outside corner slot. And then you're going to have to come up with money for Paulson Adebo. But you think we've seen the last of, of Marshawn Lattimore with the Saints? Yeah, I mean, it's it's very possible. You know, again, he wasn't able to work his way off the injury. And, and, look, I'll say this about Marshawn. It's not his fault that he got hurt two years in a row. You know, the first year, the year before this one, he was playing out of position trying to compensate for somebody, and he gets hurt in the end zone, and he has to miss all those games. And this year, it was he got rolled up on by a teammate. And so it was just one of those that it's just not – Okay, but you look at Lattimore as a player, man, he could just take away half of the field. Sure and I can. think there were times you looked at this defense that they were lost without a Marshawn Lattimore. And so I, I think when you look at it, you got to see, is there a team that's willing to take on that, that contract? Are the Saints going to get some type of, of compensation that's worth it? You know, I mean, look at what Jalen Ramsey was and some of those other trades that have been pulled off. You think you could get something good to help build the future? That's great. But, again, Alante – you know, he had his struggles in the slot, so that is a consideration. But maybe they feel good about Isaac Yedem because he was a guy that worked with Joe Woods previously. And let me tell you, he, he finished strong. I mean, Paulson was third in the NFL with uh, in his past defenses with 18. Isaac Yedem and Alante Taylor were top 10. I think they were seventh, if I'm not mistaken, with 14, or tied for eighth, actually, with 14. So I think there's some ways to look at it. But I think Joe Woods and Marcus Robinson have done an excellent job with that secondary, and whoever they get in there is going to be ready to play. And if that's not Lattimore, well, you know, I, I, I could definitely see that as a possibility. You know, uh, John, along those lines, uh, you know, you got to get something, you got to give up something. Um <laughs> And you talk about Lattimore. What about Alvin Kamara? Well, what's your take uh, that as far as his market? Uh, you know, if you're trying to maybe get younger and, and now you have to deal with the salary cap, but uh, trying to move up in the draft, you know, got to give up something to get something. But uh, <coughs> do you think that um, that they'd make phone calls, somebody might make phone calls uh, concerning, like you talk about Lattimore and even Alvin Kamara? Yeah, look, I think the contract situation is a little bit trickier with Kamara, you know. And, and look, I think we're something to it because, again, they weren't good as a run run attack. And, and Kamara had the second lowest yards per carry that he's had in his career. The other one was 2021. 20, and so he increased his receptions, but it was the lowest output in his yards, uh, yards or catch on it, too. And so, look, Dennis Allen kind of talked about it that, I think he kind of hinted, not not I think, he kind of hinted that Kamara's looking a little bit older. And, of course, he kind of chalked that off to, like, you know, 15 years later, you're not getting out of the bed the same way and all those types of things. But, you know, they did not have a good rushing attack really outside of Taysom Hill. And that's just not okay. And you had 
No Saints running back. The Saints were the only team in the NFL not to have a run over 20 yards or more with a running back. And so I think the offensive line deserves some of the blame in that. With Kamara, I know he can do a lot of things for you. I don't think he's the same Kamara that he was several years ago. You know running backs don't last as long as they used to. You don't have the Emmitt Smiths that play for so long or the Barry Sanders or all those guys that used to play and was a true bell cow. But, you know, Kendra Miller really showed something. So I think it, it could be a definite possibility that they look at trying to, to get something if they can. But that contract is what makes it tough. But I know Alvin wants to play. He, he definitely just wants to win. I think that's the main thing. He just wants to win. Right, uh, but, but you know it would be the worst-case scenario? Uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey 2.0. Uh, when Christian McCaffrey yeah. leaves the Panthers and, boy, he hits the lottery going to the 49ers. We all know what he's done there. Let me run behind <laughs> that offensive line. That That's pretty good in those schemes. Sean, one quick question for you. I think an area to watch this offseason, what they do at the safety position, with an aging Tyron Matthew and Marcus May, um, you know, he hasn't made any sort of big-time uh, shot here. I think that's a spot to keep an eye on in the offseason. No, I agree. I think Marcus May is out of here. I I just don't see the return on it. He's only played just a handful of games in his two years being here. And so I I know they love Jordan Howden a lot. I think he's got some room to grow. But, you know, that's one of the players they got by with Lonnie Johnson, Ugo Amadi. I mean, they made more of an impact with them. So I definitely think safety is a position the Saints are going to have to address. And they can probably bring in a vet to, to get to that. But they got to look at Tyron too. Yeah, no no, question. I, 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 no question. I, I think Marcus May and Honey Badger they both out. That's yeah. what I think. I wouldn't be surprised. John, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Always uh, great insights, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. All, All right, John. John Hendricks, Saints lead writer for Sports Illustrated, also the host for Boot Crew Media. We'll be back with our triple option feature right after this break here on the Big Eight Seventy WWL. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Tacovas is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. 
Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby A. Bear. Steve Geller joins us for Triple Option. Bob, I'll go to you first. Well, uh, I got to acknowledge these two players because they were difference makers, uh, to say the least. You know, you look at Pro Bowl, yeah, Pro Bowl, uh, okay. Uh, but all pro, because that's a combination of the NFC and AFC combined. Best of the best. Uh, how about the Associated Press? Uh, they named Rashid Shahid, first team all pros, a return specialist. Uh, now, I kind of, I said, I, I'm trying to think, who did we have? Oh, the Saints' last first team all pro returner. Remember Deontay Hardy? Yep. He earned that honor as a rookie back in 2019. Uh, that's, you know, Associated Press first team. Now, how about uh, linebacker Demario Davis landed on the second team, his fifth consecutive season, earning an All-Pro honor from the AP. You want to talk about a player, uh, even though he's old, you know, you want younger players, but playing at a high level. Uh, 34 years of age, uh, he enjoyed one of his best statistical seasons. He finished 121 tackles, uh, the most he's ever had in a Saints uniform. Uh, he had a goal along with 12 tackles, for a loss, and six and a half sacks. He recorded, you know about consistency? He recorded at least 100 tackles and 10 tackles for a loss and three sacks in, in each season. So, you know, you're like, oh, we need younger players. I still think Demario Davis uh, has something left in the tank for next season, just based on how, how he played this year. Guys, when it comes to training camp for the Saints this coming season, we could have a bunch of film crew around us. The New Orleans Saints are one of three teams that cannot say no to the option of hard knocks coming to town this year. So who's uh, the other two? Uh, the other two are the Bears and the Broncos. And Sean's on the Broncos. Remember and how know, much and Sean was, man, he had so fit. against it. Right. Uh, I, don't, I don't want that here. Well, he might not have an option. <laughs> I'm thinking, though, too, the Chicago Bears could be very interesting. I think, I think that's with the Caleb team. Williams as a possibility. But the criteria is you don't have a first-year head coach. You didn't make the playoffs in either of the last two years, and they haven't appeared on hard knocks in the last 10 years. So that's Saints, Broncos, and Bears. Like I said, we could be having a film crew come training camp this year, gentlemen. Well, and if Caleb Williams, to me, ends up with the Bears. That's, that's what's going to happen. That's what happened and, last year. The Saints were up well, for it again, but uh, the New York Jets with yeah, Aaron Rodgers, yeah. the big story. And, and, and then plus, uh, it's Chicago. Look at all the people that live there. I mean, New Hello, York, right. Chicago, L.A. So if I had to put a well, I kind of guess the Bears Yeah, right I think the Bears, because of <laughs> Caleb, uh, is going to get that nod. Guys, I've been asked so many times about best pass rusher in this 2024 draft, to me, it's Jared Verse from Florida State. Okay, he's not the biggest, fastest dude. But you talk about a technician and a guy that can fly off the, the edge. Last year, he had double teams on him 68% of the time. He had 12 and a half tackles for losses and nine sacks. The year before, it was 54% of the time. He had 17 tackles for losses and nine sacks. So in two years, he's had 29 and a half tackles for losses and 18 quarterback sacks. And who gave Will Campbell the most trouble? Oh, yeah, when they played, when he played against LSU. Man, man, Will Campbell still trying to put a hand on Jared Verse. I'm telling you, he may not be the prototypical six foot five. 270-pound guy. But the production. You talk about production and a guy with a great story. 
and kind of fought his way onto a roster and then went to a small school and ended up at Florida State. Watch Jared Verse because I think he's going to end up being a top 15 pick and a guy that's pedaled to the metal on every play uh, for Florida State. And um, he impressed me so much this year as a football player. But uh, even though the stats aren't off the charts good, consider the fact that when he went up against one of the best of the best in college football, Will Campbell had more trouble with him than any other player he's ever went up against in two years. Well, you have to look at the competition, and I know the scouts, Mike, uh, like how you analyze and break this down, they're all aware of that. Okay, who are you really beating? And they go, oh, well, that guy he's beating is pretty damn good. So, you know, they observe that. So LSU decided, I'm going to block him one-on-one. I think Will can handle him. And then those uh, other teams uh, took a look at that, man, it ain't happening. We're putting another uh, running back tight end or whatever. We're getting a chip on Jared Verse from Florida State. Well, uh, Mike, let me read this text now uh, that – before we go to break right quick, because I want you and Steve to comment on it. It says, Cannon, by signing Derek Carr to a multi-year, a high uh, dollar amount, obviously, wasn't Loomis saying we're a quarterback away from a playoff team? Uh, he goes, that and a weak schedule and a weak division, that's why the season was a disappointment. And this is a good question. What offensive coordinator uh, that is going to make, uh, what offensive coordinator is going to make a difference next year? Uh, and what offensive coordinator is going to hitch his wagon to a coach with his track record uh, that's already on the hot seat? This is Pat. This is Pat. Be honest. The only thing I can tell you, Pat, about that, in my opinion, there's only like uh, 32 offensive coordinating jobs. And a lot of times, even if it's one season to get out there, Mike, uh, uh, coaches. Because if you can turn it around, coaches, guess what? You then, could be the next guy. Yes. You could be the next. So coaches want that opportunity, Pat. The other thing, too, is the X factor here. John Gruden. <laughs> Because I don't care who you hire as an offensive coordinator. If he comes in as a quarterback, coach, or consultant, I know who the alpha dog is when he walks into that offensive Amen. meeting. It's going to be John Gruden. That's all for our triple option feature. We'll be back to finish it up here on our number two of Sports Talk right here on the Big 870. That ends it for us on Sports Talk here on the Big 870 today. We're going to throw it to LSU men's basketball as they play the Ole Miss Rebels tonight. And uh, Bob, uh, and they've gotten off to a pretty decent start, uh, LSU Tigers uh, men's basketball team. Yeah, uh, uh, they upset but, uh, Texas, Texas uh, beat Texas A&M, yeah. and then I saw where, where Texas A&M, uh, didn't they beat Kentucky? So you never know. To me, the only team that looks legit right now to me is Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee looks yeah, legit. Yeah. Yeah, they're they top ten. Of, I think they're ranked fifth right now. So. And uh, I know Kim Mulkey wasn't happy about that loss. Ooh, oh, hey, you oh know it. goodness. Yeah. Uh, she kept them in the locker room for a little while before she met the press. But uh, we'll talk to Kim next week. We'll be back tomorrow with more sports talk here on the Big 870. Bob, end it for us. All right. Bon dui, les Good night, people. Who that? Go Saints. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.